A 5-2 Big 12 team walked into Waco and left 5-3. That hasn't been a gimme at all this season. It's a big win for the Bears, and this is Locked on Baylor. You are Locked on Baylor, your daily podcast on the Baylor Bears, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to Locked on Baylor. Drake Toll and Cameron Stewart both from Sports Illustrated's Inside the Bears. Thank you for making Locked On Baylor your first listen every single day. Cam, I sit down every day and talk for like a half hour. And Crazy. People one, listen. It's nuts. One of my great loves and things to do. So thank you all for awarding that. Also, please subscribe on YouTube. We're like 20 follow subscribers away from 1,000. We've been there for a week. Baylor beat Kansas on homecoming. Cam, we spoke before this game, not only on the show. I think you're a little more vocal off the show. You usually are a bit more yeah. colorful outside of the show's context. Yeah. Crazy. Um, I want to keep your job, dude. Yeah. And well, you mentioned I, to me, I have thought about stripping to get some of those those final 20 mm-hmm. subscribers, but you've shot that down a couple of times. Well, uh tasteful, you know what I mean? Like see that I shave my chest kind of thing. I wore a tank top one time. We lost five subscribers. So maybe it's just me, but I'll, uh, I'll show you my tattoos. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I've seen all of them. I have. <laughs> you want to get 20 more subscribers? I'll show you all of them, brother. <laughs> you know you know what I have seen? I've seen the Baylor Bears win yet another homecoming game. Um, this was a – but you, in your more colorful being off the air, you mentioned that you weren't all that uh, confident in Baylor's ability to beat Kansas this weekend. And, they, no. and, they, and they did. They won the football game. It, it was a – I mean, I wasn't that confident, to be totally honest, because I just don't know what this team's going to give you week in, week out. That's true. Like, I, and that is not a knock on the talent on this team, because I still think there's a lot of talent. I think they're a better football team than Texas Tech, but I have no idea going into next weekend either, to be totally honest with you. Um, (laughs) And uh, I was impressed mostly, but we made this, I think we both agreed on this during the game, was that third quarter. Kansas coming back, and you're like, what is Baylor doing well in this game? Like, what is your takeaway from this? What is the positive thing going forward? And I couldn't think of one during the game. Not really, no. But that was completely, clearly on the eyeball test because you look at the stats, and Baylor won the game in every category, basically. And it looks comprehensive. But it wasn't. But I wasn't really afraid that Kansas was going to win the game. Weird, Weird game to break down. All the way around. Definitely that. Um, I will come to the table and agree. Okay. <laughs> it was funky in that Baylor wanted to give the game away for a little bit. They were like, yeah, nah, maybe we should. Maybe we should just not win it just for the heck of it. But they obviously closing it out, I think, says something at least against a Kansas team whose offense is pretty good. Um, the Even same with Kansas. the backup is good. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I think Almost it's worth noting. Yeah. Right. And Bean can carry the football. And what I hate against Baylor is guys that can carry the football, quarterbacks at least, because they usually have a lot of success. Well, in the first half, Kansas had 61 yards, 61 total yards, 0.5 rush yards per rush with six rushing yards total. Uh, Baylor had 151 rushing yards. Also, a very nice six of nine on third down. And Dick Reese. Richard Dick Reese, whatever it is, Dick's got it. He's got it, man. The Dickster is here to stay, dude. And he looked the most like Abram Smith Saturday. Fast too. And I wouldn't say, I was going to say, I I wouldn't say better, 
but more of a natural running back. If that makes sense. Basically me saying he looked faster than Abram Smith. Mm -hmm. Um, And I asked a couple of questions about it in the post-game press conference. It's not a huge deal. I've talked to Dave Aranda. Um, He's laughed at my jokes. No big deal. Almost didn't. Um, But like that final drive is so impressive to me that I came out of this game so positive because everything was going against them. They had 20 Mm -hmm. straight points scored against them and everything felt like, oh boy, like Kansas is going to get the ball back and all bets are off, right? And they took a true freshman running back, put the game on his back and he did it. He catches a pass and runs for 14 and a first down on third and two. They're like, please, Dick, please just get these three yards and keep the clock moving. He goes, I'll do you one better. I'll give you 37 and set up my own touchdown. He was like, no, I am putting this thing to bed. The whole world knows Baylor's running the ball and he put it on his back. And that was really, really impressive to me. And just when there was a couple of games in a row where he kind of looked like a freshman, didn't look bad. But you're like, ah, maybe that Texas State performance was because it was against Texas State. Not the case, my brother in Christ. He went off 186 on 31 carries, Drake. He's a 19-year-old. Yeah. 31 carries. Just, just a child. Just a child. And they threw him out there, and he was Good insane. Um, before we get into maybe the most entertaining thing this show's ever done, um, boy, I'm excited. I, I'm going to cut – I think I'm going to cut the whole first segment short. I do want to mention Blake Samillion Shapen. Not good. So yeah, not just not good. Yeah. Now he has been good. This isn't like a, a, a maybe what I also no one asked. They're like, oh, was he ready? He did like you know he did leave the game yeah. last week with a concussion. Yeah, um, I, I wonder if he's just a hundred percent. And like I guarantee yeah. he didn't practice very much if at all this week. So right. so seventeen for twenty six is fine. One sixty four. Oh, okay. At least they're hoping you ran the ball for 273. So, you know, there's yep. your saving grace. One touchdown, two interceptions, and maybe the worst fumble of any Baylor player this season. That was terrible. It was really bad. Mm-hmm. And I said it, I tweeted it, and I was like, look, it's probably just because he's not 100%, but Blake Shapin's greatest attribute is that he holds on to the ball. He is an accurate passer. And he's a good passer. Like those are other attributes that he has. He's a good runner. He's a good passer. He throws a better deep ball than some of the guys before him. But the best, the best ability, Drake, is dependability, availability. He didn't turn the ball over much. Last two weeks, he's turned the ball over four times. And I'm like, oh, you know, uh-huh. yeah. Then, then what are we making of him? Because I thought he was a little bit better version of Charlie Brewer if he is turning the ball over. What What's his comp then? Is what I'm wondering. Just Charlie Brewer? Is that the question? Zach Smith? Like, I don't yeah. know. I, and I don't really think this is going to keep keep up with him. I don't think this is going to be a problem that he has week to week to week. But until he's 100%, that could, could be an issue. And, you know, you made a point on Twitter yesterday, too, that Baylor can win out and still be right in the thick of this. And then being in Arlington if the Big 12 championship... I don't know if they'll do that, but we're in no loss territory. We certainly are. And uh, having a quarterback who's going to turn it over a couple of times a game, not going to be easy to win in this conference, Jacob. Yeah. Um, no. It's that, that said, to finish my point, I think he's, he's going to be fine. But, but 
we're in a situation where week to week is is humongous deal, not only for a fledgling Big 12 championship hopes, but also for bowl eligibility. Uh, yeah, well, you know, yeah. you, you think he's going to be fine. Some people don't. We're going to get to that. See, there's some keyboard warriors that are keyboard warrioring out there. And yeah. it's not for the reason you think. Not whatsoever. No, this is almost as bad as that guy from Notre Dame being like, oh, I can't wait to see our Bryles go out there this week. I really like what he's doing at Baylor. God. That was, uh, for those who aren't familiar, that was three weeks ago, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Three yeah. weeks ago. A Notre Dame beat writer. Was it Notre Dame or Michigan? It was one of the two. I think it was Notre Dame. I think it was Notre Dame. It was Notre Dame. He just comes out in an article predicting <laughs> Baylor and Oklahoma State game. It was like, yeah, I like what our Bryles is doing down there. Just. You know, but, but. I like Justin Blackman more than yep, the Cowboys. Yep, yep. I cannot wait to see Barry Sanders run it down Baylor's throat. <laughs> this Des Bryant kid. <laughs> um, so, yeah, also the tweet about Big 12 championship. It's possible. It is possible. D- no, DCU it's definitely out lose. there. Two ba- conference losses and 9-3 yeah. should get you in there. Baylor wins out and TCU loses at least one more game, which I think they will do. They would have to. For Baylor you're in the Big 12, out, you're, literally, you're literally mathematically in the Big 12 championship. That's, what you, that's all you have to do is win out. Yeah, and then TCU loses another big? game. And like, why not? Um, speaking of big things. Big. Nissan. Really big. <laughs> thrilling moment of the game. What would you say the Nissan thrilling moment of the game was? Thrilling moment of the game. Dude. Gabe Watkins taking the kick. I'm sorry. Wait, not that. Huge. Not that. Um, honestly, it's for me, it's Dick Reese's 37-yard run. Doesn't it's not a score, but it's like, hey, I mean, I love that the defense caused two fumbles. They are forcing some turnovers finally, but to me, it's that Dick Reese third down game is practically on the line because I don't know how anyone in the stadium's feeling against get the ball back, and he does it, and then some. This week's thrilling moment of college football and Baylor's game is brought to you by Nissan. The thrilling designs behind the new lineup of Nissan extended uh, intended to empower drivers and vehicles such as you know the um, Altima Maxima. Etc. A Nissan right now. Thrilling moments all brought to you by Nissan. Go buy one. I have a Nissan. I have a Nissan. You do drive a Nissan, dude. So there's a lady who is on Twitter, and a few weeks back she picked up some traction. I don't think any Baylor fan had really heard of this person. You know, there's some people that are that are pretty popular Twitter figures around the Baylor world. Uh, this sweet woman was not until she tweeted um, something pretty pressing at Dave Aranda. But instead, it was at Coach Dave Arandall, um, who no longer coaches the Baylor Bears. He was in the running, just a second fiddle. It says, at Coach Dave Arandall, understand you probably do not read your tweets. Good start. But I have to say something. She's pressed. That game Sometimes last I do week, that. Sometimes I do that, by right. the way. You just, you, I have to. You just got to do it. I have to. This is, yeah. I get after, it. The, after the Oklahoma State game, I'm that game it. was embarrassing, Patricia says. I understand we probably not going to be champions, but can you at least try? Good question. Yes, I am knowledgeable about football. At times, the team didn't know. Lots team of unpack- didn't know that. She- Wait, so let me just, I'm trying to follow the English here. Right, right, right. So the team didn't know that she is knowledgeable about football. No, because Dave's first question. You know what? That's fair. That's fair. They don't know her. <laughs> first That's question fair. that Dave's going to have upon reading this is, does this lady, Patricia, know about football? 
So she very clearly it was, he was typing it in the draft. Very clearly makes it known she knows about football. So that kind of started some things. You know, people were it got five quote tweets and some responses and folks saying that she's not knowledgeable about football. They're really coming after her. Um, someone says, "Why would you even think this? Much less say it." Um, they're they're great ones. Well, things die down for a bit. Now she keeps. I, I'm curious to know if she's going to bust out her credentials anytime soon on, on why she knows is knowledgeable about football. Well, that's just that's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Well, I have great news for you because. Oh. She's back. That was October 8th. Our friend Patricia takes a long hiatus. Okay, so if you're counting at home, that's a week after the Oklahoma State game. Uh-huh. This is and fif- five days before the next game. So 15 days ago, this occurred. And I want to be clear, too. I don't like to call people out on, on social media. I say stupid stuff on Twitter all the time. This happens pretty often. Um, but this is a scenario that's just different for me. This was personal because the attacks that are about to be taken on certain people... So today, she reopens it with, at Coach Sean Bell, she ats the man and his family. From a fan in Waco for 20 years, my husband played the game, and I am a avid watcher. Your dad is, or was, a coach. Do you think for us, now look, I want to say too, the first half of that, Real simple. She's just tweeting at Sean Bell, you're a coach, my husband's a coach, I'm a fan, your dad's a coach. Sure. Do you think for a second we're all in the same circle that a coach would all a QB allow a QB to play after he made two receptions interceptions, he overthrows or too low. Just W H. Are we not plating drones? Question mark dot, 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 dot. And I think she's got a point. Look, I mean, when you put it that way. Yeah, it's convincing. Well, I hadn't thought of it that way before. Yep. But, I mean, first off, mm-hmm. I, I I had to, like, think back into my own personal record book today. I've never seen a quarterback continue to play after two interceptions. Uh-uh. Never. And then I was thinking, well, maybe if a quarterback threw too high or too low, they would have played. But then I was like, no, yeah. I've never seen that either. So you were looking for the story of the game yesterday or Saturday. That's it. That's it right there. And I think, um, I think someone needs to hold Sean Bell's feet to the fire here. Yeah. I really do. Has he answered this? Well, Patricia is certainly standing up to be the one. Um, she goes on a four, a four tweet spree today that concludes in at coach Sean Bell. This is second to last. I don't at the schedule. She's talking about the schedule now. She's got a really good point here that I, I want to bring up, and I think we should consider. Do we need to take a gamble? It would be a gamble. And lose the rest of the games. Now, look. You got I, I get what you might be thinking at home is that sounds crazy. But the, first, the first overall pick still on the board. Yeah. Why not wipe the slate clean? Lose the rest of your games. Pick it up next year. It it basically worked in 2020. Let's do it again at Coach Sean Bell. You tell me why not. You know, I thought tastefully stripping was going to get you <laughs> to lose your job on Locked On Baylor. That's not going to happen because someone is coming for it. Oh, and yeah. Someone deserves it. Well, she... I hadn't. Had we thought of that? No. I hadn't thought of that. Well, look, your your husband's not a coach. Neither is mine. 
No, and I wouldn't even call myself an avid watcher, no. to be honest with you. We're doing this. I mean, peek behind the curtain. Sorry, we're doing this during an NFL football game. I so don't know football. Could I be an avid watcher? I, I don't even I, know who's playing. I Sunday. don't know football. She finishes that tweet off. With, I'd, I'd love to. I really wish we had a, an addendum to this tweet. Probably yeah. in her draft, she didn't even hit the button. Uh, probably passed out in a bathtub somewhere of <laughs> what what the benefit is to losing the rest of the games. Can we get uh Ferentz's son or whoever the OC at Iowa is? Can mm. we get that, that soundbite of well, what would be the benefits of that? Yeah. I'd we, love to know why we need a, I, uh, I'm, I'm willing to hear anybody out. We need the, when they're always, yeah, we're going to bring in Craig with uh, an injury update. Craig, what, what do you, what do you see from New York? And they just pull the guy on the screen and uh, Oh, it's done. That's an ACL. That's it. I I don't this know. Is, by the way, this is me on China Spring broadcast. His career's over. Look, Forget- I'm no doctor, but yeah. uh, that that's the one. I'd be oh, surprised yeah. if he gets up and walks. Is the worst I've ever seen. Um, she finishes off with Shapin. S H Shapin. S H A P I N. Like it's Shapin. Like we're getting sh- Shapin. Question shaping mark. up to do something. Yeah. Another Brewer. Period. He does not even thank. All caps. He does not even thank his receivers for catching the ball. Team player? No way. He needs a serious attitude adjustment. Please play drones at least for next year. Look, Shapin, as a redshirt sophomore, this is last year of eligibility. And I'm I'm glad someone is finally... Has the cojones to say it. Yes. We're all thinking it. You've got to let the kid play. He's not going to have any experience, and he has been bad. Also, about the Shapin guy. What? I I don't know. I don't know who he thinks he is. Look, this is, again, I'm not supposed to say this, but just ass wipe. Doesn't even thank his receivers. And look, I have been to the intramural fields with Drake Toll at quarterback. Every reception, that is a handshake and a thank you. I bring flowers. You have the thank you cards ready to go after the game. I love that about you. You ever go to the doctor's office? They have little dumb-dumb suckers? Yeah. Whole stash in my ba- in my van. You got to get some windows in that van at some point. <laughs> and I do love that you do that. Yeah. But I got to say, every quarterback I've ever known has done that. Right. Everyone. Except Everyone. for one. Except for one. And, and it's it's appalling, dude. And... I'm not going to lie to you. There are days where I am up at night. I am up at night. Doesn't I have this foolish sound in my head, you know, that is like, Blake Shapin doesn't think his receiver. And I'm like, oh, you know, I get shooketh. It's probably the, guy, probably the guy that dropped off a lover's leap with his, <laughs> yeah. in the 1900s. Probably. And I just, I remember thinking it too. I remember exactly where I was. I was in the, Sweet level at AT&T Stadium at the Big 12 Championship last year when Blake Shapin had that perfect throw to yeah. Taekwon yes. to make it 21 to three. The backup quarterback mm-hmm. in his second start, 21 mm-hmm. to three over Oklahoma State in a game we were supposed to lose. And I was going crazy and I lost my morals for a second because I came down to earth a minute later and I said, He didn't thank Taekwon. Nope. Didn't do it. Nope. Didn't do it. And I got sick. You ever see? I, sick. Yeah. I missed the McVeigh play because I was throwing up. I had I had a theory. Gavin Holmes drops a lot of footballs, right? What if it's because he doesn't feel appreciated? That's a senior making a point, Drake. That's a guy who's been there, done that, played for a lot of quarterbacks. They all thanked him except this one. Just boom, ball hits the hands. Why would I catch it? Sometimes, I know I won't get any thank you. 
Not even a, not even a, a look. Sometimes it's good to be a martyr. Mm. Actions, Last... they speak louder than words. And Last... what Gavin Holmes is doing is brave. Well, he's taking a stance. Someone had yeah. to. Like uh, until Holmes. Patricia brought it all to our attention. Her last tweet here. And again, I, I hate calling people out, especially by name. And I'm, I'm like, these will be on the screen too, if you're listening on screens. But <laughs> I can't. Like, I, I can't, guys. This was too much for me not to bring to everyone's attention. Because the last one, Thrones needs that playtime for next year. We need him now. He has a delivered every time he plays. Faster, taller, crisper, on-point throwing. This is the best. This is the best part. Receivers seem to catch his throws easily. Every player needs to remember you can always be replaced. Anyone ever considered they easily catch his passes because he thanks his receivers? Unlike others on the roster, Austin Novosad, if you're listening, you better thank your receivers day one. Better get that ready. Those thank you cards. <sighs> Look, I, I personally know I perform better for people who thank me. You know what I mean? Like at four-way stops, when someone yells out the door, out the window and thanks me, I'm not going to hit that person. I'm no. not going to shoot out their tires. I'm not going to do that. Not. Sometimes I've been known to do that in the past. Um, I think it's worth noting. I took a deep dive into poor take Patricia's uh, Twitter. Yeah. You're not going to believe this. You're not going to believe this. I can't wait. Well, let me take you back to the not-so-distant year, 2019 uh-huh. and 2020. Uh, mostly 2020. Yes. Uh, she was big, the conductor of the Jacob Zeno train. No, Can she you ran believe the fan that? Club. She Can ran you believe that? Club. And look, there was a lot of people on that train. It wasn't that long ago. A lot of people mm-hmm. on that train. Yeah. I don't think she likes the Charlie Brewer type of quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I, she's still in denial as Jacob Zeno leads a, you know, bowlless uab team um still on that train so get get ready keep keep get ready sean bell because this is going to keep coming yeah well sean coming down the tracks david rada wouldn't respond so now sean sean's the one um that is that has to take the brunt of this, of this um i think her favorite tweet anyone baylor know the color anyone baylor know anyone color at baylor games Anyone color at Baylor game is what it said. Asking the important questions. And I I do. Every time I do. Yeah. Last but not least. uh, She's more a fan. Let me just say this in my deep dive into her Twitter. She's more a fan of the the rainbow that God delivered after the flood than the ones you see in June. I'm I'm leaving it at that. Um, (laughs) I know. You're surprised. Not least. Arguably the best interaction that she's had was something she has yet to respond to two hours prior to recording this between two bears another great Baylor podcast says Patricia we loved your takes would you like to come on the podcast and chat some football no response I hate that they beat you to it by the way that's Cameron Stewart we are sponsored today on our show by sweat block (laughs) you big sweat guy you ever sweat? <laughs> I'm a big sweat guy, dude. Let me tell you. I've seen it. I love locking it. Well, not anymore until sweat block. So Cam was able to fix his problem or her or mine by sweat blocking. Sweat blocks created by a doctor who had his own excessive sweating problem. It is doctor created, doctor recommended. If you or someone you love experimenting, experiencing, experimenting with embarrassing sweat or odor, try sweat block. Save 20% with promo code locked on at sweatblock.com. 
Also available on Amazon. We have little to no time for Dave Aranda, but folks, Baylor beat Kansas. Dave, after those scathing tweets you had to deal with, what could you possibly say and how could you possibly tell everyone it's nice to see them? See, Dave thanks the reporters. Shapin does not thank the receivers. Dave, take it away. Hey, it's good to see you guys. Um, I thought, you know, when speaking to the team, I we talked about this past week. It, it was really the best week of practice that we've had, really the best week of practice since I've been at Baylor in terms of just the effort and the finish and the energy and, and having it be real energy and not something that's forced upon or, you know, we're doing it just because there's an expectation. I thought all of it was, was, was real. And, um, you know, some of the, the film from a Tuesday and a Wednesday practice you know, you'd look at it, and there's guys are covering 20, 30 yards of ground, long stride to a short stride, and thudding up ball carriers. And there's receivers that are running across the field, working to cut off a safety, and just way phenomenal effort and uh, way impressive. And I thought, you know, all of that kind of gets you in a position to um, play at your best on Saturday. You know, none of that really um, is going to just guarantee that you're playing well, but I think it puts you in a great spot to do that. And so I thought the guys were able to put those two things together and, you know, the week and then the mindset to start fast. I think we've had games before where we're fighting uphill to do that for whatever reason. And so way impressed with that. And I just think, you know, that's the that's kind of the glimpse of who we can be. And we're still just, you know, scratching and clawing and fighting to be that and still have belief that we can be that. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's elusive, though, because uh, you guys are all with us in the second half. And so, you know, I think the, the ability to finish and just all of it, I think, is, you know, I, this, this season's, like, everything is being, def it's all about defining things and kind of have, you know, it's, it's difficult to have patience when you count the, the wins and the losses. But I think it's way important to have patience and, um, you know, to teach, you know. And so the, the ability for us to learn a really hard lesson and then win is a successful thing. Because we've learned some hard lessons and have taken losses. And this is the first time that we can do it and say that we've won. And so, you know, I'm proud of the guys. A whole lot to work on and get better at. And we will, we will do that. Take any questions you guys got. Dave, obviously Richard Reese had a big day. Can you talk about the, the confidence you have in him, especially as a freshman, especially what he did on that last drive? Yeah, so I uh, appreciate that. So he, he played physical. I thought he played with an edge. I thought he was, he was violent. You know, it's something about when you're, when you're an O-lineman and you're moving people and you've got combos and there's, you know, you're working up to linebackers and and all of it, and you're, and you're staying, you're getting attached to people and you're running off. And if you can give a running back three or four yards prior to contact, there's something about when that running back can get you or us a yard or two yards extra and fall forward. We had a fair amount of that a year ago. And what ends up happening is, is as an O-lineman, you see that and that energizes you more, right? Because it's like, hey, here we come, you know? You feel like you're kind of running downhill at that point. 
And, you know, prior to this, and, and there's, there's, there's been flashes prior to this game, but I think there's been a fair amount of us, you know, getting, creating uh, three, four yards and then kind of running into a, a wall. And this is the first time I can remember just constantly falling forward and the violence of all of it. And so that fed into the old lineman. And once you have that, you've got yourself a running game. And so our task is to, you know, continue that. Dave, a little bit more about that final drive. What does it say about your team after giving up 20 straight points to come down when both teams know you're going to run the ball and to run it right down their throat? I mean, that was a real butt slap and drive, Dave. Yeah, it was good to see. It was good to see. I thought, you know, um, I wish, I wish there's probably more of that earlier. You know, they didn't take that. You know, um, it didn't take all all of those points to be scored prior to that to happen. And I think, you know, what however you call that, that killer instinct or whatever that is, um, we need. We're aiming to work to get it. And you know, the best teams have that. And so um, I think for us, it's something that we have to teach. And I have to teach it better, and uh, we have to execute it. And to make it where we want to make it with the rest of the schedule as it lays out, we're going to need it, you know. And so to be able to, to close out the game when it's, when it's needed is good to see. Uh, but it, we all would like to not be in that situation again. Uh, Dave, how concerned are you with Blake's uh, ball security right now, second straight game with the uh, – Fumble, a couple of interceptions. Where are you with, with that? Appreciate that. Yeah, I think there's, you know, there. It's. I think it's. It's. It, there's. There's improvement he can have with his ball security for sure, but then I think there's also um, just, you know, decision making improvement, and I think both of those are are kind of combining for the the turnovers that we're seeing. You know, I think a week ago, out of the pocket, right. I'm no longer a thrower. I'm a runner. He's got to secure the football. I think this this one, right? Trying to decide: am I am I still a thrower? Am I going to turn into a runner? Right? Those decisions being quicker, and and there is a pause and a hold and a wait, and then the ball comes out. And so I think those are two separate things. And I think you know we're going to work to improve both of those. And then I think as far as some as far as some of like the the, the picks. I mean, I think there's there's times where, in just in his past, where either we're pushing late in the fourth quarter, try to get in back into a thing, or, you know, um, a ball is thrown to a guy and he has it and it bounces off him to another guy. So, not letting that cloud things and really focusing, you know, taking the emotion out of it and focusing on, hey, here's here's what we're doing, here's how we can improve on it. I think that's the approach that we're going to take and. You know, I know of all, of everybody, you know, it hits Blake the hardest, and I know that he's going to work the work really hard to improve on it. That was Coach Dave Aranda uh, or Randall, not to be confused. Two very different coaches. Heard it both ways. Dave Randall is the new head coach at Charlotte. Actually, just got the job at Charlotte. Congratulations, Randall. Um, Take him I'm at Dr- Rules House. I'm Drake Tolitz Camster. Today's podcast was really long, just because Patricia. She made a visit, and boy, was it worth it. Um, I'm Drake Tollett's Cameron Stewart. When you come back tomorrow, we're going to be talking Baylor, Texas, Texas. Butt bowls this week. Butt bowl week. Ooh, yes. Um, if, you, if you love butts, butt bowl. Uh, big butt guy. BBG. Butts. That's what they called you in high school. 
This has been, always will be, unless they fire us, which they're probably close after this one. Locked on Baylor.